This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Danny G back with you to wrap up the 11 o'clock hour. Don't forget we're with you to about 1130 or so. Uh, still to come in our next hour around 1110, 11, around in that area, Zach Poff from Max Preps will Got a lot of stuff to talk to him about as far as the rankings. But now we turn our attention to the Shula Bowl. Uh, you know, we usually talk to uh, Eric Henry about FIU and such, but he's so involved in the Shula Bowl. And they had uh, the game this past week at Ricardo Silva Stadium where uh, FIU came up on the short end of the stick, 52-7 for the sixth straight loss in the series that – FAU pretty much has dominated 16-4. to Eric Henry is kind enough to join us on a late night. Eric, thanks so much for taking the time and staying up. <laughs> Not a problem, Blue. Anytime. Always a pleasure to come on, talk a little Shula Bowl, talk a little F-A-U-F-I-U. Let's jump into it. Well, let's talk about that Shula Bowl. Obviously, it's been a, a one-sided uh, contest uh, throughout the years this year, and I thought it would be a much closer game. You know, going in, I you know maybe if FAU had an advantage because they haven't played that great this year, uh, you know, and, and FIU's shown so much improvement. Were you were you kind of surprised uh, by the score? Yeah, you know, Blue. This is one that I when I gave my game prediction, despite the fact that the line coming into the game was fifteen and a half points, I did think it would be a little bit closer because a what you talked about, FAU's very much been an up and down team this year kind of starts with their head coach, Willie Taggart, over his entire tenure at FAU has been a seesaw tenure, and then you can kind of get that trickle-down effect. Nikosi Perry, while his numbers have looked good both last year and this year, it's been a struggle for him to kind of develop that consistency in clutch key moments. And even, you know, whether it's been their offensive weapons, on defense, et cetera, a struggle for them to find consistency. And FIU was a team that, uh, you know, was really surging. They'd won two straight prior to the loss at North Texas. That young talent that they've been able to develop, uh, a team blue that they're only going to lose two players at the end of this year. I'll say that again. Only two players are losing wow. their eligibility at the end of this year. So a really young team seems to be surging in the right direction. Definitely thought it was going to be a bit of a closer game, but the fact of the matter is this FIU's offensive struggles. Just give you a quick number, Blue. In, in, in the past uh, two games, the first half, in the first half of the past two games, FIU has had 11 three and outs on offense. That obviously is not going to get the job done. They can't fall behind those holes so quickly. First pass of the game, Grayson James gets picked off to picked off by a um, uh, Jalen Wester, one of the three Wester kids that's over at FAU. So that really was the recipe for success for the Owls and give them credit. You know, they're five and five, so searching for a bowl game. FIU still in contention as well at four and six. But yeah, I did not expect uh, that game to be as um, the, the margin to be as big as it was. You know, I know when when the game first started back in two thousand and two. I mean, I, I believe I was at the game. It was at Pro Player at the time, Pro Player Stadium. Um, I said, you know what, this has got a, a pretty decent future. You know, what I mean, because you have two programs at the same level, uh, two teams at the time that 
you know, I mean, FIU and FAU are two schools that were looking for some identity. And then throughout the years, it's, you know, they've had some close games, but for the most part, uh, FAU's had the advantage. Talk about this series, because obviously you it, it's one of those games where a lot of kids know each other. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, a lot of kids have played against each other, with each other, former teammates that go up against each other. From that standpoint, and I think that Coach Mack is going to make this team a lot better. I mean, he's already shown this year an improvement, and we can't, you know, you, you, like they say, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and I, and I definitely agree with it. Uh, I think this really, over the next five to ten years, has a, a promise to be one of those real, real good battle uh, um, uh, series. Undoubtedly. And I think you got to give credit, first off, to both schools' ADs who have agreed to continue to play this game despite the fact that FAU is leaving for the American. I can just go up the road, you know, at, uh, at UCF and USF. They've had struggles to try to continue that matchup, even though it's continued over the past decade with they've been in the same conference. They had some times in, you know, the, the mid-2000s with Jim Levitt when, when USF was dominating that rivalry. They didn't want to play it anymore. And now we'll have to see what happens with UCF heading to the Big 12. They may not play that game. So definitely want to give credit to both athletic directors who have, have, have come up with an agreement that they will play this game starting again in 2024 through 2027. They got a four-game agreement. But I agree with you. Nice. I think this rivalry has always had that potential. When you... It, what makes it special is everything you just talked about, Blue. All these kids know each other from the backyard in South Florida, Palm Beach County, Broward County, Dade County. They all know each other. And that's what makes it special. I mean, it, being down there on the field, again, as I've talked about with you, um, you know, every FIU game, win or lose, I like to watch the last five, six minutes from the field. But especially with Shula Bowl, you feel the emotion. And, again, someone covering FIU, it's specifically been the emotion of losing for all of these South Florida kids who have had no bragging rights over a lot of kids that they, they know from, you know, Pop Warner football, high school football, et cetera. So the rivalry itself has a lot of potential just because of what it's made up of. It's so uniquely South Florida. And, again, give credit to both ADs, uh, FIU Scott Carr and FAU Brian White for continuing this rivalry again in, in 2024. But it's got that potential. But as Mike McIntyre said, uh, you, you can't truly get the feeling of a rivalry until you split the games every so often and losing to the, the past six in the manner that they have uh, an average margin of 30 points per victory for FAU. That makes it tough, but absolutely has the potential to be a great rivalry. Eric, before we let you go, two more, uh, two more games. Uh, they're at uh, UTEP uh, on the 19th and then play Middle Tennessee State at home to wrap things up. Both winnable games, obviously. Uh, uh, and, and, and I know that uh, this coaching staff would love to have won the or you know get to a bowl game in their first year uh but this is all a building process and even in the losses this year and i saw other than the one this past week uh you look at it and say you know what there's a lot of progress made and you've watched it you've seen this uh, program up and down up and down do you agree with that that it's in a direction now that that it's in a really positive direction for the future undoubtedly blue i know we're up against the clock so i'll try to make it quick here but in my mind the fact that this team has four wins is a success and i'll tell you why it's not just the fact that they got the wins and you know the number of wins the win column that quite frankly i don't think anyone predicted i, I know i had been four and eight but i don't think i had too many saw too many others who were willing to go there with me blue as i said you only lose dorian hall and kyan brumfeld heading into next year 
they've found established players. They seem to have a quarterback in Grayson James. Flex Joseph, you know, takes the reins at the running back position. They get that going. They got five offensive linemen who will all be back. That's a position that they didn't, you know, really have anything. Sean Peterson Jr., a local kid, finally makes that transition to defense. He's consistently highly rated amongst pro football focus as one of the top edge rushers in FBS football. Andrew Volmar, I mean, Adrian Cole, the list goes on. They found starters. So regardless of how the season plays out, and of course, Mike McIntyre, you know, you want to get to six and get that bowl game and get that experience because FIU hasn't been to a bowl game since 2019. But in my mind, truly, uh, and I would say this to Coach Mack, you know, we had his presser uh, earlier today. And I would say this to him, you know, if uh, FIU does lose this week at, at, at UTEP and indeed they won't be bowl eligible, this season has been a success just by the fact that they've been able to identify that young talent that they can take into year two. No doubt. That's Eric Henry. Eric, let everybody know how they can follow you and uh, whether it be on the website or social media. Absolutely. You can find my FIU and Conference USA coverage at underdogdynasty.com. That is SB Nation's home for Group of Five football coverage. And you can find my FIU coverage, including me heading out to El Paso this weekend for the FIU-UTEP game, on Twitter at Eric C. Henry underscore. Good stuff. Not to sound like uh, the, the first lady, but enjoy your Mexican food out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I'm looking forward to it. No doubt about it. I'm looking forward to it, my man. <laughs> Good stuff. Eric Henry, and thanks so much. Uh, wraps up uh, our 11 o'clock hours coming up. Uh, as I said, we're here till about 11.30 or so. Um, Zach Poff will be joining us from Max Prep. Uh, if you miss anything tonight, go to WQAM.com. Top of the page, our podcast is right there under South Florida High School Sports. We'll be back in a few minutes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.